Welcome to the Cult Film Showdown's special series, Controversial Saturday Morning Cartoons. I am James Cotta, bringing you through this adventure into 80s and 90s R-rated properties that are that were redone as uh, Saturday as Saturday morning style kids cartoons. I am joined on this adventure by Nick Boxer. Ayo, here we go. I like Richard Richard Pryor and Jack Hall. Have you? What kind of what kind of pebbles are you eating today? Is it the cocoa? Is it the fruity? <laughs> fruity, you know, fruity. it's fruity. Oh yeah. Um, they got a new kind now too. They've got like a it's a mixed berry or something. It's uh it's it's a representation. They got uh, Betty and Wilma on the front of that one. I think it's great. Well, you know what? That's blasphemy. <laughs> As political correctness run amok. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of this woke culture. I don't know. I, I'm more on a on that than yummy mummy or fruit brute <laughs> mm, i still remember blueberries that was the best it, no it wasn't it, it wasn't a good cereal <laughs> no but it turned your stuff blue mm, that's true i mean that's strong argument there <laughs> all right that's a way to get out of school one day Mom, I don't know yeah, what's happening, but... Eating uh, <laughs> Count Chocula and claiming it turned your shit frown really didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't work quite as well as I, I had planned. <laughs> the story didn't... Wait a second, hold on. Hold on. Your shit's brown? It's just day. like... Here's Jax is just like chalk white like a dog's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make yourself see doctor. <laughs> so. You know, it's the it's the beginnings of the shows, these uh, ramblings that I think keep people coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's addictive. It's uh, it, it's. Yeah, you know, everyone wants to see the train wreck. Cold um, opens, as we call <laughs> in the business. <laughs> nice. Well, speaking of cold, uh, we are talking about a very forgotten um, car- uh, kids show from this era uh, called Pryor's Place, 1984 to 1985, uh, starring Richard Pryor. Uh, Jack Tell us how this thing happened. Oh, I don't know how it happened. I'll tell you this. You had (laughs) the probably most famously profane comedian of his era um, that was beloved by kids. Because in the 80s, kids loved a clown, and he was a clown. And he did have some movies that he did that were PG and such. So kids did have a chance to, to... you know, see him and love him, but uh, most of his material, all of his material, and stand-up is concerned, was, uh, it's shocking by today's standards still. (laughs) Nevertheless, uh, 1984. Well, maybe it's less shocking in 1984, because today everything shocks us, but hey. Uh, So the fact is that this, uh, you know, I mean, Richard Pryor, though, had 
gone through his struggles at this point, his addictions, his, uh, you know, incident with fire and where he caught on fire and everything and, and was trying to be a family man, trying to be a good man. Um, and wanted to do this kids show. And he ended up hooking up with Marty and uh, Sid and Marty Croft, the Croft brothers, legendary Croft brothers, who in the seventies did a bunch of, uh, um, shows land of the lost probably being the best known one they end up uh their lifetime achievement award in the daytime emmys was in 20 2009 given to them by will ferrell who of course started in the land of the lost movie 2009 so they ended up hooking up with him and this combination of a little bit of richard Pryor's um 70s variety show on nbc that lasted only a few episodes before getting canceled because it was way too controversial for them um, so there's a little bit of that vibe. There's a little bit of, you know, the Croft Brothers vibe and the car and the puppets and that type of thing um, from those Canadian puppeteers, the Croft Brothers. And uh, there's a little bit of Sesame Street vibe, you know, and it makes for um, I don't know what the hell it makes for <laughs> to be honest with you based on the first episode. But it's uh, it's interesting. I'll give it this. Uh, it's it's up by the official Richard Pryor channel on YouTube, and the video quality is amazing. Oh, terrific! Um, you know, compared to what we're used to seeing on a lot of these things. So, I'll give it that. And he was uh, he was at an interesting point in his career because yeah, like a lot more kids had seen him right around then because he had done the toy. The toy was, I think, 82, wasn't it? Uh, toy was 82. Superman 3 was 83. Was so, 83, yeah. like, and then Brewster's Millions, um, which is one of the movies, like, it's it's not a great that movie. That was But it's one of the ones that, 80, 85, yeah, it's, a, it's not a great movie, but it's, it, I was at the age where, like, I had that one recorded on a VHS tape. So I saw it, like, 50 times. Man, as a kid, I watched the toy a hundred times just because it was on. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't aged well in a concept that a rich white man buys Richard Pryor as a toy for his kid to play with. Yeah, you know, that's that concept does not age well at all. But it was him and Jackie Gleason, and mm. you know. <laughs> What a weird ass. At movie the time, I don't think anybody thought anything of it, but by about a decade later, it was in, you know, pretty bad. It was already in pretty bad shape about a decade <laughs> later, and now it's, you know, four decades later, and, and it really does look bad. <laughs> what gets me about this thing is, well, first off, I guess we should have Nick explain the actual episode we watched. Mm-hmm. This is the um, second episode. It's not the pilot, but it is the first episode that aired. So the pilot aired as the second episode. So this is, um, eh, well, Nick, what is it? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, we, we, we start out with a little talk from uh, Richard Pryor himself. He starts to tell a story which results in bullying is bad and bullies are bad and how you, how you deal with bullies. Then we get a little bit with puppets. And then we get a reenactment of Richard Pryor as a kid dealing with a bully, a 
Meat Rack, I believe it was his name. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> the story sort of consists of a kid, Richard Pryor, walking around the neighborhood and his and adults ignoring the problem of bullies. <laughs> or downright condoning it. Um yeah, he talks to a bum and he talks to the newspaper seller and really gets some bad advice from everybody and no sympathy whatsoever um, because the bully's going to beat him up at five o'clock. We get a little fantasy sequence where uh, Richard Pryor turns into Superman, which is kind of neat. Um, yeah, and then we get the big showdown, which consists of basically Richard Pryor getting beat up, I guess. Um, well, no. Yeah, that's that's no, all that stands up to the He stands up to the kid, and then all the other kids stand with him, and then the bully runs away. Yeah, but... Yeah, I didn't even believe that. I mean... They they even said, yeah, you, you know, you're probably going to get beat up in this situation. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't find the resolution all that convincing. Um, <laughs> it was a very silly show. Um, I, I did like, I, I don't remember from this episode, but I did like they had uh, Ray Park Jr., uh, the guy who did the Ghostbusters theme, sing the song. Uh-huh. At the start of each yeah. episode, and the end, and the yeah. end, he's yeah, he's in the uh, start and the end, in the credits, singing the episodes, and and it's a great little song, um, by by Ray Parker Jr. I also watched one with Sammy uh, Davis Jr. It was nice seeing them, but on a whole, the tone of this is, I I remember really hating shows like this when I was a kid. Because well, I mean, they're a... making rocky jokes. Like, no, no kid is getting these jokes. Oh yeah, they are. No, no kid is appreciating all the pimp costumes <laughs> coming out. <laughs> yeah, kids are getting rocky jokes. Though. I did like but... the the joke where the puppet called uh, Richard Pryor's kid version a uh, pussy cat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was awesome. It's the only one we're doing that's not a cartoon. Um, it does have Muppets, so I make it, and it is aimed towards children. It, um, it it largely revolves around a moral story like this. There are some episodes like the, the you have a lot of great guest stars coming up in it, like you said, Sammy Davis Jr., Lily Tomlin, and uh, Robin Williams is another one that that makes an appearance in the show. So I mean, they tried, and he called in his friends and favors. Um, it what it is really to me lacking is it's just not that funny and and Richard Pryor is insanely funny and it was like he didn't know how to do he, he dumbed it down too much for for kids um, you know and instead of just just doing something funny and assuming that the kids would get it. He made it really, really safe and really, really dumbed down for them, and very, and it it, it doesn't land, and that's the the shame of it. Yeah, Pryor Pryor narrates this with a very soft, whispery. Uh, in my neighborhood, there was a kid called Meat Rack. <laughs> 
and it sounds like it's like storytelling like it's almost like he's reading a fable but it's like kind of condescending at the same, the same time it's yeah like, um and he like i've seen him do that i saw him he did that voice and stand up and stuff it was a voice he like it was an affected voice that he had but it like it did it did have like this kind of cringy after school special thing as opposed to like like richard pryor was doing it as like a community service project um my my wife uh lacy came through the room while i was listening to it and richard pryor was doing his narration in that style and my wife said is this an asmr video <laughs> well you watch a lot of that no i mean like i say I mean, it's it's largely it's largely about the moral it's it's a little bit of sesame street thrown into this thing they do have an episode where little richie is trying to smuggle a alien home or something like that like et or something but for the most part it's things that are you know, like his friend Amanda tells him a, a dark secret, you know, and then that's the that's the plot of the show. And it's like they're trying to be relevant. It's trying to do something. I appreciate the effort that they're trying to do good. But they just needed to make it funny. And that's where they missed. I had never watched this show, uh, never saw any of it, but I remember as a comic book reading kid that uh they had like a two-page spread for like the whole summer promoting richard Pryor and like the whole animated lineup that they had that year and i don't think i ever connected that it was a tv show i just thought that they had richard Pryor, like to like as a as a spokesperson for the lineup i never connected he had his own show uh so it, it's I finally answered a question from when I was uh, like 10 uh, <laughs> about why Richard Pryor was in these ads. Well, I, I, I remember, I remember, I thought the same thing and the same disconnect, but I also watched the time block it was in and I don't remember this show watch, watching the show. <laughs> I remember watching Land of the Lost, which played the other half of the hour. <laughs> But I, uh, I think it, it actually replaced it. I don't remember it. this Land existing outside of that. Land of, the Lost, Land of the Lost replaced it. When Re it went off air, Land of the Lost replaced it in the in time slot. 11.30 uh, on, uh, I believe it was the 11.30 time slot in, in on CBS. But yeah, when it, when it, because it only had 13 episodes. So Land of the Lost replaced it. Yeah, September to December it ran. Uh, I do. I want to get back to something Nick was talked about in his summary there, that, uh, that little Richie, knowing the time and time and place of his death, uh, goes around talking to people in the neighborhood, trying to figure out his his, uh, his options, and uh, one of the adults he talks to tells him what the betting odds are, um, and another one tells him you you can you uh, you start running now you'll probably keep running. Um, and then when it actually comes time for the fight, for the big confrontation, there's a bunch of kids there, like you'd expect. And there's a couple of adults, which you don't expect. And there's a frigging cop standing there watching. <laughs> I never noticed. <laughs> He's like in the That's background. That's awesome. Never, never mentioned. He's like this uniform cop. <laughs> I like I know it was the 80s, but this still seems a bit too, a bit too much to just hang around and make sure it doesn't go too far i guess <laughs> this like older kid beating up a small child 
<laughs> three on one. Uh, <laughs> there's the there's Officer Schmitty saying, yeah, I'll see how this plays out. <laughs> it's probably fine. Like you say, it was the 80s. Richard Pryor's childhood is well documented as not being good in any sense. I think that this is a sanitized version. A very sanitized version. Yeah, but I, I think the reason it doesn't hit is there's no nothing real in it, which is that that's where he Pryor's humor comes from is realism and when you sanitize something that he didn't have already it just it just feels so false and forced didn't help that the publics were puppets were kind of <laughs> ugly too <laughs> it it I just it does harm the reality of the piece <laughs> to have the puppets and, and Richard Pryor show up as a co- in costume with several different characters. I'll give you that. <laughs> but none of them funny. Like there's that character he plays that sells the newspapers or whatever. Or no, no, the plays the saxophone. Yeah. And so he's sitting there playing the saxophone. And the joke is when like a, a crook runs by that he that he plays the saxophone, the crook stops and goes and gives him some money. <laughs> and then, you know, the same thing happens with the cop when the cop is chasing him. Stops and he plays a little bit of music, and and I'm like, Richard Pryor knows funny. He should know this is not particularly like. It's it's weak. It's weak sauce is what it is. Did anyone else wonder why the Rastafarian was from New Orleans? (laughs) I was wondering that. Yes, yes, yes. He's got this accent, and then he says he's from New Orleans. (laughs) <laughs> don't get me wrong a Rastafarian can have come from New Orleans I just thought it was a weird choice yeah I mean it's a little early I mean later they'll come from Brooklyn so uh, <laughs> him doing that Rastafarian character I'm like you know I mean Richard Pryor obviously not a white guy doing this but it still feels a little racist <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you you can't call it on it, but but still, like it's a little bit. <laughs> it's like doing too much of an Irish accent. Like it's it's a little bit. <laughs> the funny thing is about Richard Pryor's. It's not like I mean, we talked about how he used a lot of obscenities, different colorful f- phrases, but it's not like he needed that to be funny. He was funny in movies where he, he mm-hmm. was, you know. Like Silver Street, where he was not using a lot of profanity, or uh, you know, um, just his his while it was controversial for the time, his is still very funny, extremely funny. You should watch it on YouTube. The uh, if you haven't seen it, his variety show that he had on NBC, and I think it was 1977. Mm. Right. And, you know, he doesn't have to be. So it's not like it's like it's because he's clean and he doesn't have that crutch that you're like, that's why it's not working. It's just not working because it's just not working. Yeah, I, I tried to allude to this earlier, but I didn't quite get my point across. I don't think there are certain people just that can't talk to kids for whatever reason. And I think Richard Pryor just didn't get it. 
Uh, to, to be, I mean, he had kids. But that doesn't mean he was good at talking to them. Yeah. Nick, uh, any any toy line from this show? No, not that I can find. <laughs> just, no, just there was there was no toy line from the show, though. I bet you, if, if it had been a big hit, there would have been, because you would have seen more of the more of the different Muppets, and they would have, right. or puppets. I mean, and uh, they would have definitely had some, but but it didn't last long enough. <laughs> Because rat and bread puppets are a good idea. Oh, yeah. Well, the candle that burns half as bright burns uh, four times as long or something like that. Uh, all right. Any last thoughts on Pryor's Place? It does uh, it, it does sound like some of them are worth taking a glance at, and you said they're, they're up uh, in an official way on uh, YouTube. Uh, so uh, surf through for your favorite guest star, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it might be interesting to go back and watch, like, and see Robin Williams on there because mm. he could connect to kids and would have no problem being funny and and that oh, may yeah. work and stuff like that, you know. So I mean, it it could be it could be interesting, but to watch certain clips of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any I'm other thoughts I have? Um, I thought some we uh, we I, I was going to come in here with the. Uh, with, with a t- hot take or something that that it wasn't hitting for me, and you guys would, oh, you're uh, you're insane. Like this is awesome. <laughs> I, no, I not find of, positive things to say. Part of the thing I I do think is as I'm watching it is this is the second episode. Like you say, first one to air, but the second episode, it feels like the type of show which would could take like six episodes to find its rhythm like that it might get better and find its rhythm and that they didn't quite know what direction to go in or what to lean in yet and that maybe so that's a possibility but i don't have the stamina to watch them to find out (laughs) yeah this might be one of those times that you want to jump ahead to just episode six or something and uh and see what's what rather than rather than try to muscle through a whole bunch of them. Uh, all right. So I did I did have something else to add, though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Norris doesn't cheat death. He beat it fair and square. <laughs> there, now I'm done. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back next time with uh, part nine of our 10-part series of controversial Saturday morning cartoons ish. And uh, next time also some folks uh, from uh, just a couple of years later that do not seem to be belonging on Saturday morning kid and play uh, from 1990 is our next thing to look at. We are the cult film showdown. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Patreon and you can support our work uh, as we start thinking about what we do after this series uh you can also find us on youtube please like subscribe watch any number of our vast archive of episodes and uh we are sponsored by wetalkpodcast.com the home of the octagon our search for the ultimate b movie and we talk podcasts has a twitter and they have a facebook and i have some kid and play to watch 
Mm. Okay. We say that next time. And what's, what's mm-hmm. after that? Then police, kid and play, and then police academy to wrap the season. Is that it? <laughs> we went back and forth at police academy. Tales from the Crypt Keeper is our finale. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Police academy is rated R. So we I did, was wondering. It, it, uh, that was in. Uh, I remember that was being in our debate, uh, but it came down to uh, only the first ones rated R. Um, this is true. By, this is by true. the time the cartoon came around, they were doing PGs. So, uh, but it was it uh, it was on the long list. We'll say it was on the long list of nominees. I'm gonna watch the Police Academy cartoon. I don't care. Oh, it's for the sure. I'm yeah. gonna watch the damn thing. Well, you know, put it on. We'll put it on as an extra. We'll, uh, All right. Now I want to watch it too. Yeah, we'll just call, we'll just call an audible, and uh, next episode will be Kid and Play, Kid and Play, and uh, Police Academy the series. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the first Police Academy. We'll see how we do. <laughs> if we did the first Police Academy, that'd be a lot of fun. There's a movie I could talk about for a while. <laughs> it's way dirtier than you remember is the is what i'll say about police academy <laughs> all right we'll talk to you next time